Hospital wait times continue to be a major concern inside London and out. On Wednesday, the London Health Sciences Centre said the wait time at the ER had once again reached 20 hours. This a day after the Children's Hospital said wait times at their ER was estimated at six hours or more. Wait times are nothing new, not exclusive to London, but they come at a time when we have the flu, we've got COVID, we've got RSV all present in the community. The healthcare system already under great strain, as it has been for a while. The Ontario Medical Association held a uh, virtual media briefing yesterday to talk about this. Uh, Dr. Rod Lim is the medical director of the Pediatric Emergency Department at Children's Hospital in London and joins us now. I appreciate your time today. Good morning, Evan. It feels as though there's a triple whammy hitting hospitals right now with COVID, the flu, and RSV. Yeah, it uh, certainly has arrived. Uh, we are seeing all three uh, currently in, in uh, pretty reasonable levels uh, at Children's Hospital right now. What's it like on the inside when ER wait times get as high as we've seen as of late? Uh, well, you know, I really thank the staff that show up uh, every day. Uh, it's extremely uh, challenging. It's probably the most challenging uh, time that I've had in the 22 years that worked here. Um, you know, we do the best we can to be as creative as we can. We realize it's it's difficult and stressful time for, for parents and patients that we serve. Uh, and we just try our utmost best every day to, to, uh, to you know, be creative and, and make sure the uh, patients get the, the treatment that they need. What's when you look ahead to you know the fall and winter? People spend a lot of time indoors. People get outdoors as well, but we go indoors just because of the weather. What sort of you know winter could we be looking at here? Yeah, we're extremely concerned. Uh, you know, this is a pretty early um, a time to already be seeing influenza circulating. Um, we know that uh, that we saw RSV during the summer, which uh, I've never seen before. Um, we certainly are seeing a, a huge uh, amount of RSV circulating in the community right now. Um, we think that as the temperature cools uh, and people congregate indoors, uh, that's a perfect um, situation for the viruses. Uh, so, you know, we're really worried about late late fall, uh, you know, January, February, March. Uh, traditionally, in, in children's hospitals are very busy already. Uh, but I think this year uh, it will be uh, even worse. Uh, it sounds obvious, but how important is it for people to stay up to get up to date on their flu and COVID shots? Uh, it makes a huge difference. I, I, I know people have a, um, a little bit of vaccine fatigue. Um, you know, we all want to kind of uh, not think about the last two and a half years uh, in, in many ways. Um, but uh, we are under considerable strain and, and we know that influenza can be uh, more serious in young children from zero to five. Um, so everything that we can do to do our part to listen to public health officials uh, can make a huge difference. If people do go out and get those vaccinations for obviously COVID, but also flu, do you see that? Can you can you see that in the numbers and the the volume that do uh, show up in the ERs? Um, I hope so. It's always hard to know, but I think where we where uh, people need to realize is that uh, beyond children, in terms of presenting with their you know febrile illnesses. You know, it's the grandparents and the other people in the family that that have significant problems uh, if they were to get influenza, uh, long-term care facilities. Um, that's where we really would see it in our community, uh, and that's where we would see it in our loved ones and the people we care about. We've uh, focused on uh, COVID uh, a lot over the past two years for obvious uh, reasons, but how vulnerable are kids right now to RSV and the flu? 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think our RSV, uh, we're, ser- we're certainly seeing a huge number of young children coming in with RSV, which is the population that tends to affect uh, uh, children under two, but especially children uh, under, you know, three months. We've seen a huge number of children come in um, uh, and require, you know, uh, our help. Um, so, you know, on the ground, um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a big challenge. Uh, there's no question about it. But, uh, you know, we know it's, it's an even more confusing time for parents out there, especially with the medication shortages. Um, uh, I know they're trying to be creative and, and ensure that they're going to the right place at the right time. Uh, and we re- really appreciate uh, that when it's not an emergency, that they are calling around and, and uh, trying to find uh, to see if they can get in with their primary care provider uh, and when appropriate, uh, you know, they're um, uh, a walk to clinic or et cetera. But obviously, in times of a real emergency, uh, we're always there uh, to that we want them to, to come to us because uh, obviously that's where they need to be. You touched upon this earlier, but for RSV to be uh, arriving in the community as early as we saw it this year, how unusual is that? Well, it's, it's very unusual. As I said, uh, you know, we had some circulating in the summer, which is just absolutely unheard of, and it just speaks to... Uh, you know, uh, how effective public health measures were for the past uh, two, two and a half years when we have had uh, quarantining and, and uh, masking mandates. Um, obviously, schools were not normal uh, during this time. Uh, but it just, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, um, uh, people that never got the, the flu for two or three years or RSV for two to three years. So uh, we are now seeing uh, that you know population be, you know, um, able to to become infected um, and uh, everyone at the same time. So, you know, uh, if parents can uh, and, and, and ourselves, you know, when we're not feeling well, do our part to try to stay home and not infect other people in the community, uh, it does help us uh, in the sideline university departments. How busy has the uh, Children's Hospital's Pediatric Emergency Department been so far in November? Uh, yeah, we're at record levels for sure. Uh, just uh, uh, about two or three nights ago, uh, I was uh, on for a day where we had um, almost 200 patients. Uh, we probably around this time would be seeing about 100 or 110, uh, maybe 120 at the most. Um, so we're talking about an 80, 80% increase uh, in our traditional volumes. Um, and, in, and as you can imagine, in our in our spaces uh, that are not designed for that, um, it's you know it's extremely uh, difficult. On top of that, you know, uh, we're not the only ones that have staffing crisis. There are other industries uh, and professions that have staffing crisis, but it's it's particularly difficult uh, when you're when you're also dealing with a huge numbers of volumes. So again, I think very much the people that do show up uh, every day uh, under extremely difficult circumstances. And just finally, when is a good time for people to go to ER? When is a time maybe people could go somewhere else just to alleviate that pressure, but also maybe get the the attention they need a little bit quicker? Yeah, I'm obviously, uh, if there's any kind of difficulty breathing, they're very worried that their child is, is quite sick or going to require intervention if they have a, uh, uh, worried about a broken bone. All those are, are excellent reasons to to come to the emergency department, and of course, uh, we want them to. If they're not sure, uh, people can go through the Health Connect Ontario. Uh, there's some digital tools and or uh, uh, telehealth uh, to try help guide them. Um, but uh, you know, at the end of the day, if they're not sure, uh, we want to be there for them, and, and of course, we want them to access uh, us. Uh, but if they are sure that it's not likely an emergency, then obviously we would very much appreciate if they reach out to. Uh, their primary care uh, physician and or other means uh, to help alleviate some of the pressure that we're seeing. That's good advice. Uh, Dr. Lim, certainly appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. 
Thank you. That's uh, Dr. Rod Lim, Medical Director for uh, Pediatric Emergency Department at Children's Hospital in London.